<laughs> the setup here is getting me excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're you're excited. Feel these nails. <laughs> That's definitely staying in. <laughs> As we said, uh, fan favorite from Stranded in the Turks and Caicos coming for you from really fucking cold Minnesota. We have Danny Bo, right? What up? And then we have Jeff Probst uh, himself coming off a huge fajita dump. Pootie. Oh, come on. Yeah, this is Pootie. Pootie by name, yeah. Pootie by reputation. Yeah, he just made a big Pootie. Um, oh, come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and I'm Joaquin. Jew. Yeah, I, yeah, and I'm and I'm the Jew. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the I'm the diversity here. So hell yeah, you're our token. Yes, <laughs> stranded first in diversity. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's just get this shit started. So we're doing like the first official stranded podcast. We did like the isolated test run last time, and it was like. A little rough, but listen, we're back on track. We're going to start off with three intro podcasts to kind of introduce everybody. We're going to do this kind of Corinne style, except not burn people before they've had the chance to meet us. Too bad. But basically just go down, say who their alias is, where we recruited them from, and kind of some like highlights from the app in the in the interview process. We had about like, what, 60, 70 applications. Somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah, and we're down to 21. And we're pretty hype about this cast. We'd say about like 18 out of these 21. Super hype going in. Uh, yeah, and and as always, when we do this, it, it's a little random. You never know. Some people that you think for sure will do amazing are somewhat inactive, and some people that you didn't think would be great at all surprise you. Like Danny last season, uh, his app was terrible. We did not cast Danny initially, and he was a replacement and uh, ended up killing it. So, so today we're going to start off by doing the is it Finassa tribe? Finassa. Finassa is probably, probably right. Finassa sounds. Sounds like the New York way to say it. Yeah. It, it, the David versus tribe. Yeah, um, let's be real. We're going to be referring to them by uh, what season their reps are from. Yeah, it's the David <laughs> Goliath tribe. Let's be real. This is the uh, Salmon Pink tribe. Yeah, they are. Well, they're very fratty. All right. So yeah, let's get to it because we don't want each episode to be like too long. Okay. Yep. So uh, D- Danny, you have pretty thorough notes. So why don't you start us off with uh, Alec? Our first righty. Yeah, so Alec, that's going to be the alias for Applicant PS2 Crazed. He is a 21-year-old that we recruited off of Reddit. I don't know. I'm pretty pumped about him, mostly because the first thing he told us in his app is that he loves chaos. Chaos equals fun. Cass McKillen is one of his idols. So, you know, I think that he's somebody that going in, we're going to be able to enjoy watching him flip and flop all over the place. Yeah, yeah that that's what he kept repeating over and over is he was into chaos, complete lunatic. He repeated the word lunatic like four times, which is always good. He wrote down how he would be portrayed on the show as somewhere between a lunatic and a mastermind, which I took as you're either going to be an easy boot in the beginning or you're going to make it until like the final four. Yeah, I think this app reminded me the most of a Ziggy type player who will come in kind of swinging hard and then realize, <laughs> oh, shit. I don't really know what I'm doing too much. Um, but either way, we'll be highly entertaining. Yeah, no, he'll be a good one. What about you, Wah? Um, I was not in on this interview, but based on the application, yeah, the, based on what we said, it's pretty obvious why we kind of leaned Alec for a rep. Even we had a couple other people who wanted to be him. I mean, 
you can be anybody and get banned from the reunion. But yeah, he's he's going to be like a, a flip flopper. He's going to come out hard, and I think that's going to be really interesting on the dynamics of this tribe in particular, especially compared to the other tribes. I would say this tribe probably is the most strategy focused of the like kind of apps, like heads down. And hmm. so, yeah, I, at least to me, like like to me, See, I thought the opposite. You did okay, because to me, like it, like the the Thailand tribe is going to be like a bunch of batshit crazy people. Um, <laughs> okay, and then the Ghost Island dog shit season tribe is going to be like the more like hesitant kind of tribe. I wouldn't put them as hesitant. I was actually going to say, I think Ghost Island might be a little more strategic, but seeing as this is the only one that's fully structured at this point, I think that this one has like a half and half mix where half the people are going in like super strategy oriented. And then you know, the other half are coming in completely on that. They're going to get by on their personality and making good relationships. They're not really thinking too far ahead. So I think we've got a good mix here. Yeah. Um, I, which strikes me about this tribe the most is that they seem to be in on the game. Like they know it's not a real, I mean, there's a prize, but it's a hundred bucks and they know that this is like for fun. So I really feel like they're a little yeah. bit more seasoned, a little bit more like into the game of it all. Whereas the other guys are kind of more trying to take it seriously, you know? Yeah. I I think as far as Alec goes in this game, his longevity totally depends on how the rest of his tribe kind of like sets themselves up. If they're going to go in and they're trying to find four strong just to make it to the swap or something, I think he might be a little screwed. I think he might get left out of something like that. But if you know they come in and all of these big personalities are trying to levy themselves to be the leader of the tribe, I think that's where he could really thrive here. Which way do you kind of see that shaking out? Um, I guess is it too early in it? Kinda. I mean, based on paper, I think that we have at least three people on this tribe who are going to want to be the shot caller. And so I'm interested to see yeah. which one of them kind of winds up in that position. I don't think PS2 Crazed wants to be that person. I think he wants to just kind of like know. let other people call the shots and jump between them. I have a theory. This guy's going to be our Garrett because... Listen to listen to what he hates. He hates followers. This is the type he clashes with followers. Unless, of course, they're going to follow me, then they just might be smart. OK, yeah, I guess doing whatever it takes to make it to the end, even if it means risking everything to make sure you take out a threat. I see him going a little too hard way too soon. I mean, it's just the people he likes. He likes Cass. He likes Sandra. He thinks he's like Alec and Tyson. I, I, this guy does not seem like he's going to wait for his moment. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. I would love it. This guy was Garrett. Like, I mean, I'm not shy about my love for pre-merge boots going absolutely balls to the wall and getting caught in lies and all that. Yeah, I mean, that's not to say, I mean, Garrett's one in a million, but if we're going to have one, I think this is our best bet at one, you know. I could see that. Fair enough. So how well do we think he's going to do? I think his upside is probably like late merge. And that's only if he's willing to let other people call the shots early. I think our best bet is a pre-merge legend. But Yeah, I think I think he goes right before the merge or like the merge boot. I could see that. I had him. I did just like a little power ranking of everybody on this tribe. Just like in terms of how far I think they'll go. I had him fifth. So yeah, that kind of lines up with probably just outside the majority, although good chance of making it to a swap. It depends kind of how the challenge shake up, but it's all random. I mean, who knows what's going to happen, but this guy had good energy and I'm hoping for the best. I'm hoping he can kind of taper his enthusiasm a little bit so that he comes in not too hot. Uh, but if he does, that will be highly entertaining. So 
Either way. I didn't see. Did, has he played a game before? Uh, let's see. None like this, he says. He's dabbled in maf- mafia style games like Town of Salem, but this would be my first experience. So he's definitely going to overplay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was going to say he's done even a discord like mafia doesn't fucking count. <laughs> right. Uh, and I mean, I think even people who play these like mini games that end in a day are probably going to be a little bit more uh, trigger happy than not. Mm-hmm. Right. Anyway, yeah, moving on. Uh, we've got our, and this is not a casting decision we take lightly. We've got our Angelina, one of the most iconic characters in Survivor history, if you ask me. I would agree yeah. there. And it was not a given that we were going to have an Angelina this season, but we just so happened to come across one that we liked enough to give that honor to. So this is going to be uh, portrayed by Navma, I guess. Mavma. Magma. Mavma. Yeah, who knows? Sure. Let's go with Mavma. Pootie, you can take the lead on this one. You loved her. Yeah, I really... First of all, y'all know every time there's a female app, it's like a, a bonus because we don't get too many. But And that's starting to change. More than that, this was just a really good application. This could have been a guy and it would have been just as exciting. Anytime someone talks more about their personality and issues that they have with people over things like strategy or what they're going to do in the game, I think is always a win. Yeah, I remember this being a person who, when I read their application, I feel like I'm a little bit strict than other people when it comes to reading apps and saying, interview this person. I like I only had 20 people that we should interview, but this person was on my definitely interview list. It's yeah, like Pootie said, this is this is a character focused person. Oh, for sure. And, and I feel like when we do get women, they normally are more character driven than they are. I think that I think women just naturally think more emotionally about their experiences, whereas men would think more strategically goal oriented, whereas women might be a little bit more about the experience of it all. And that's great. I actually would prefer that to the other way. So this was very exciting for us to get. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I mean, when somebody's comfortable enough to come in and right off the bat be like, hey, I'm bipolar and I've got borderline personality disorder, so you never know what you're going to get with me. You know that you're in for a good time. Yeah, that came about because we were asking, you know, look in your app. In one line, you're saying loyalty is very important to me. And the other, you're saying you're going to stab everyone in the back. And we were a little bit like, where, which which is it? And she said, you know, honestly, it depends on the day what you're going to get with because I have several disorders that I'm dealing with here. So I love that. I love that she's honest about it, open about it. She doesn't know what her personality is going to be from one day to the next. And I'm here for it. I, I mean, I told her, in the application, that is an advantage in this unique situation where entertainment does get you further. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I am doing like my rankings of this tribe, I even though she was like maybe less strategic coming across as like something someone like Alan, Mm -hmm. this is someone who I think is going to go far because their personality in that it just comes out so radiantly is going to be something people just naturally want to latch on to. Yeah, I I found her to be incredibly likable. Like I, I thought in her application, you know, she talks about how she can be very... Yeah, she, she says in her application she's probably this emotional chick with a dark past, but very bossy. I didn't get that sense at all from her. And like she said, her personality may change depending on what type of mood she's in. But I really think people are going to like her a lot. Lot. And I don't think I think she'll have these moments of where she might change her opinion of the people and change her strategy. But I really think people are going to gravitate towards her personality because she really is. She's not shy, you know. Mm-hmm. 
And I, yeah, so, so my prediction for her is that unless just something happens and she snaps pre-merge, I think she's going to be a mid to late post-merge boot. She is someone to me like a Donathan on Ghost Island that mm-hmm. is likable. Mm-hmm. And I, and, and I don't think is like, is going to be someone that's going to be like this huge threat to win. Um, right. But at the same time, isn't going to just be like a follower that's a somebody's going to like want to take to the end. And so we'll go out like around like sixth. Yeah. Yeah. She'll definitely be the one that is going to be popular. So maybe they'll want to get rid of, you know. Yeah. I wrote down that she doesn't stand a good chance of winning, but she stands a good chance of making it pretty deep. I think I think we're all kind of on the same page with her and are pumped. How do we think her uh, time zone affects her game, if at all? Where does she live again? She's in the UK. My, my experience of having played twice from the UK is mostly that it just depends kind of how how much you want to play like it, mm-hmm. it's only a, it, as opposed to like in australia or like somewhere in a who, who's like roar from indonesia or something like that like that, mm-hmm. that 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 like that's something that's like really hard to get around i feel like the uk especially end of the school work day lines up still well with where people are online and chatting so i don't I, maybe with challenges but i don't think socially it's like that big of a that big of a block. I think in this starting tribe, she may find it a little difficult to uh, match up times exactly with everybody. But there are a couple other people from the UK, Europe, kind of all over the place that I think if she makes it to a tribe with some of those people, I think her activity level and her strategy talks and stuff will skyrocket then because they'll be kind of on the same schedule. That'd be interesting. A little Europe, Europe alliance. Yeah, I'm here for it. All right. So I think I think that's I think that's pretty good on Angelina. We're pretty pretty hype on her. Uh, so moving on uh, to our next rep, another character who I <laughs> loved from David versus Goliath and was an endless source of entertainment for me. Dan Renger. A little bit of a controversial casting we had with this one. Yeah. Wow. So. That's going to be played by uh, Sass Master. Sass Master. I guess his name is Matt, so it's a play on Sass Master. No, I didn't realize that that's what it was. That's like a middle school screen name, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, he says it's it was his nickname in school, so. There you go. I'm psychic. Yeah, we'll see if that's good or bad. He was definitely sassy. Yeah, he yeah. was. Yeah, you all want to go into the interview? Yeah, we have to because he didn't give us a whole lot in his application. Some highlights from that were he gets along with dry, sarcastic personalities. Not us, but apparently other people. Bubbly optimists. He doesn't like people that talk too much. People that have to be right all the time. Doesn't like Republicans, so I'm out. Nice. Um, Yikes. (laughs) I don't think a lot of people are too high on uh, the Trumpers, so I'm used to that. He'll learn to love me. That said, his interview did not go great. <laughs> he did. It wasn't a huge fan in his interview either of my, of mine. Nah. Yeah. I mean, I, if I remember correctly, his interview was like pulling teeth for the first like three quarters of it, and then finally you were like, "Man, this is getting a little boring." And then he just kind of went off on you, like, "Oh, like I'm trying to impress some people on the internet. I have a life, loser." And that was the most I liked. Yeah. Him. Well, that's what that's what we call our hail mary in casting, where um, we don't get anything else. So if all else fails, send in Karen or throw an insult at him and see what how they react. Yeah, and actually, he what he didn't even pop off until after y'all left, and then he started giving uh, Sarah and Hannah and I some something good. At one point, I said, uh, "No offense, we're just not in for a season of a floater that's going to ride coattails to the end." 
And his response was, y'all run an ORG. It's not that serious. I'm not in the business of trying to impress strangers on the internet. There it is. (laughs) Which, like, I mean, I love that response. But at the same time, like, you're in a fucking interview. Like, that's kind of your job to make us like you. (laughs) Yeah, I I like it's back and forth for me. Because the, our problem with him was that he wasn't going to be entertaining enough and he wasn't going to take enough risks. And in that sense, he kind of told us, well, I'm going to do what I want what I want. If you don't want me, then fuck you. You know, and that wasn't the greatest response. And we we're trying to get trying to see if he's entertaining. Yeah. But he did say, fuck you. So that's entertaining. You know, hopefully he told me was what we can hope for is that he will be arrogant and unwilling to bend with other people, and that will be entertaining. I'm excited for the fact that he uh, doesn't like people who talk too much because I think that there's going to be some people on this drive who constantly kind of blow you up, just like, talk, 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 let's talk through everything. Like, oh, I'm having a boring day. Like, I just want to talk to you, and I wonder how fast that some of these people are going to rub him the wrong way. I see, like, four people on this drive being like hyperactive yeah, isn't that kind of the point of this though is to talk as much as you can to get to know the people. i mean I, I don't i don't know if he's just gonna blow people we don't know with this guy that's that's the bottom line is right. this is our this is our wild card and we put him as dan because he seems a little arrogant and uh like he could be a dickhead and we're that's what we're hoping yeah. for in my notes i wrote that i think he's gonna be the new blake um, I think that somebody's mm-hmm. going to do something he doesn't like and he's going to be like, oh, y'all are so mean. You guys suck. And we're all going to relish in the fact that he goes out pre-merge if that's what happens. I'm going to make a prediction that he's highly entertaining in the game, but he doesn't like our decisions of hosting. He doesn't like our personalities and does not want to participate after the game. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so Blake. Um <laughs> But yeah. I had Sass Master ranked uh, seventh out of seven in my own rankings <laughs> on this track. I do not think this, maybe he'll prove me wrong, but basically, in my ultimate reason for that is that at the beginning, at, your activity level matters so much. And even just like if you show up more often than other people, it's pretty rare that if like a bunch of people on your tribe are inactive, but you're really, really active, that they would boot you over them. It takes an idiot like Cole to want to do that. And so I do not see him getting the activity level of this, the other people on this tribe. And if I, I think if they go to tribal first, that he's the he's the first boot. Yeah, let me, let me go over the last thing he said to me. He said, you said 90% of people who apply say they want to play under the radar and you have 60 applicants. So that leaves you with six people. You probably feel confident in casting, which I'm probably right about if you're leaving the door open after all that. I'm happy to be a complete douche in confessionals. It's what I'm planning on anyway. But if I'm playing, I'm doing it what I want, not what other people want me to do. That kind of says it all for me. I think this guy is going to be good at the game to an extent. I think the minute someone goes outside of his control, he's not going to be able to handle that. And I don't think he's going to be a great sport about it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we. I think if we we get like a third of this kind, to stick around that's a that's a big success so you can't win them all right but yeah so i mean i think we're all pretty much in agreement of personality kind of where he's going so he really reminds me of uh grant from namibia which was 
Cochran, Trashley, Sophie's original season. And Grant was the leader of the uh, majority alliance, and he kind of controlled that tribe. But when uh, Trashley and Sophie came along and kind of uh, shook up his alliance, he couldn't handle that at all and kind of went off the deep end to the point where he alienated a lot of his own alliance members. That's kind of how I see this guy going, too. See, I love I, Matt. I, 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 I love Grant, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think with certain other people on this tribe that he, this guy is not going to be the leader of the majority alliance. Fair. But that's just my own opinion. So if we had a, uh, let's go ahead and make our predictions of where he ends up. I'm going to say early merge or uh, middle pre-merge. Yeah, I would say that I see him maybe making the swap and I don't see him making it much further than the swap. Yeah, I'm with Danny. I think it's, this is an early in my opinion. Okay, next. All right, next up, we have somebody who I'm personally really excited about and somebody who's excited to see Danny. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we have Andy, uh, who will be portrayed by Miss Gabrielle Pascuzzi, Gabby, from Danvers Goliath. I loved this application. I re- this was my... This is probably my favorite application this season. Uh, it kind of gave oh. me everything. There was no sh- no short answers, lots of personality, and lots of strategy. This is a good player. Oh, yeah. And when I was saying it before, I think there are going to be other people who are going to be the majority leader. This is who I think it's going to be. I think mm-hmm. if there's somebody from this tribe who, if I had to pick one person, one or two people from this tribe who are like, all-star material, I think she's definitely one of them. So, Danny, what's your experience? Yeah, so I'm just coming off of playing a game with Ambie, actually, where she won. She's crazy. Um, There's a lot to say about her. Um, I think that she says it best when she's rambling on about how, like, oh, I like to talk to everybody and make them feel like they're my best friend. She had, I think, three different people in the game that she had convinced that she wanted to take them to the end and then let them win. Like, she's like, oh, no one will want to vote for me. I just want to go to the end with you. And then, like, the next round would organize their blind side and be like, oh, no, I didn't know what would happen. And then vote with the person going out. Granted, you know, I don't know how that's going to work playing in Stranded. I don't think she's played against nearly the amount of experience that we have coming in this season. This is Discord or World. So I'm excited to see how she plays with people who might have some plans of their own. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I think she very well could win this. And I think she she reminds me a lot of Trashley in this. So that's how I'm kind of thinking she'll do. Yeah, I, I was winner pick. I had a uh, last boot written down next to her. I, mm, think, mm-hmm. I think that especially based on because me and Danny had talks about their previous game. Um and just the level that it's, I think she's going to think that she can get away with a lot of the same things. So get to the end, but the higher level here, people are going to catch on and get her by the end. Kind of like Ala Nadia in mm-hmm. Indonesia. Yeah. I, so I think that's going to happen. I think she is an absolute winner contender. I think she comes up just short. That's a good I could see that. Um, I did write down in my notes too, the reason that um, I first started talking to her and getting her into this game is that I found out that she played with Ryan from Sri Lanka and Turks and that he had told her to play. And I figured if Ryan's telling somebody to play stranded, that it's probably somebody worth a little bit more in the discord or world. So I did write too, though, based off her app, she thinks very highly of herself and her gameplay. So I wouldn't say I'd be happy to see her get taken out and kind of served a piece of humble pie, but I think it would be fun. 
to see uh, her game implode if somebody catches her, especially with some of these uh, people who have been playing ORGs for a couple of years. I'd love to see one of them call her out on her shit in front of everybody. I think it would be awesome. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, I think... <laughs> Dan, Danny's just bitter. <laughs> no, not even bitter. I just She got away with so much shit, and you, she never had to deal with confrontation. I'd just be excited to see her deal with somebody who could, you know, call her out. I'd be happy if she won again. She's awesome. But, you know, nothing fun about watching somebody cakewalk to the end. Let's see her get in some fights. Yeah, I think I think it's going to be a, a naughty situation. I think I think that uh, walk is correct. But it could be that she wins out. If you're in the end game contention, you have a good shot to win. Uh, and it really comes down to challenges, you know. Yeah. But uh, I would say this is this is someone we're definitely looking forward to seeing. Probably one of the ones we're most excited to see play. I'd agree there. Yeah, absolutely. That makes a, a perfect segue into, we just talked about somebody that knows Danny pretty well. We're going to switch to somebody who knows him even better. Um, <laughs> that's because we have Mike White, who will be portraying him, but Danny's little brother, Riley. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, let's get this one out of the way. You just start off, man. All right. So, yeah, um, my little brother recently got really into Survivor and is like a total, like, computer gamer like spends all of his time on the internet so i was like thinking that like you know he'd be fun but then you know we got the whole sob story about being bullied and i'm like spencer i love joe and i was like jesus christ what did we get ourselves into so um you know he texted me after his interview and said that um felt like he bombed it and that you guys weren't impressed with him and that he really wants to come out strong and impress you going into the game so that gives me a little bit of hope that he's going to give us something to work with but uh i don't know i guess we'll see yeah my reputation is on the line here no no it's not i (laughs) I told you after i spoke with him uh you know (sighs) he's not you that's for sure He's not definitely that not a, a Danny. I think if I had to, I mean, he even called himself a goat. I know. <laughs> so, not a great start. Um, I, he has final three goat written all over him. But I do think he has an, ed, an edge up being that he knows you. And I know you're not going to um, you're not going to let him go into this blind, which is a good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I'll just throw out there because my favorite part of the interview. Pretty so it was pretty boring to start off with, and then I got bored. So I was just like, "Yeah, so just tell me like all the embarrassing stories about Danny that you possibly have." And that really did open up him a bit. And there are some great ones. And I'll keep some of them private, but it, you can was, tell him I don't fucking care. <laughs> uh, fine. Uh, so what was it? The <laughs> one where where like you told he told you you should like go on a diet as a kid, and you like threw him through a table. <laughs> oh yeah, that was fun. Good times. Yeah, he's got a little bit of feist to him for for a goat. You know, I think right. I think um, I think with enough goading, he could turn into a very fun character. Um, I you want to know who I actually see him as? Um, is we we gave him Mike, but I think his game is going to end up being very similar to the actual Gabby's game in hey, Mike. in 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 David versus Goliath. Um, in that, I think. He's going to find a way how to naturally attach himself to kind of the leader of the tribe in like that goat like manner, like you're saying. So I, I think that's going to be Gabby. Um, so I think he'll be safe for a little bit. But I think with especially how Danny talks to him and how we're going to like, he's going to be somebody who's going to try to maybe make a, 
make, like realize he's a goat or make a move too early or something. But he's going to like awaken like early ish merge and try to make a move and it's going to blow up in his face and he's going to get voted out. I could see that. It's either going to be that or he will just be a goat. Um, that's my biggest fear with him. But uh, it's kind of the thing with, with every new player in the game. There's a sense of humor to Stranded that all the alumni have once they get into the Discord. And most of them have after the game, naturally. that you kind of realize, oh, this was a game. I really should have had more fun with it. And the sooner people can realize that, better off they'll be playing their first time. So I'm hoping by knowing Danny, and Danny was our fan favorite last season, and you did very well. I'm hoping he gets a little bit of co- coaching and understands how we kind of work and if he can understand how the game is and that he's got to have a sense of humor about it i think he'll do really well no i agree i don't uh i don't necessarily see him being a power player in the sense where he's going to be calling the shots i think our best case scenario is kind of uh, somebody who floats through the merge uh, not the merge floats through the pre-merge and then in the merge is either going to realize that he's being dragged along and overplay his hand or he's going to wind up just being a non-entity i don't see him going out before the merge though honestly I, i'm i agree with that 100 percent. maybe he could wind up being a twist fucked like go out in that merge tribal and he could just be like oh like so sad uh walk did you uh watch i hosted so, sakosha dude yeah so you you remember you remember spencer in that season that's kind of yeah. how i'm I'm seeing that's like best case scenario, I think, for him. Yeah, best case scenario. Well, for those who don't know, Spencer and Sokotra was like, he was very much a Spencer. Like his head was, he wasn't like socially like that big or entertaining. He was like really into like the kind of strategy elements of it, but like not a big player in it and made it all the way to the merge. He was the, the chic or whatever it was uh, that you like got mm-hmm. immunity. And so that kind of like it made him more entertaining because. Basically, we made him do things to like blow up his tribe, and he like had to purposely throw a challenge and stuff. And so that made him kind of interesting and forced him out of his shell a little bit. And I, that's what Pooty's alluding to is like if we can force him out of his shell with like a twist or something, like he can become entertaining in that way. But generally, he's going to be more either like eye on the game, a little more background. Yeah. And, and, you know, and Spencer is one of my my favorite players. So I think, you know, I think he will be good in that sense. It's not going to be an over the top uh, Danny kind of way, but I think he will be a very valued member if he can kind of find his voice. And as you guys know, I'm not someone who will just let someone slide through the game under the radar anyway. I'm going to be calling around right. council. We're going to be riding them in confessionals uh, to the point where they're going to be frustrated with us and hopefully push to do something, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm excited. I think I think he'll have a good time. I'm really hoping that he picks up pretty quickly on like how the game works and how the hosts are going to push you to do things and how we want a personality. We want more than just explain to us how you're going to make it to the next round. We want somebody who's fun to watch. I mean, that's basically what this is. We're all watching these people play a game and laughing at them and hosting a damn podcast about them. So uh, entertain us, please. Yeah. And this is an experience at the end of the day. Um, that's what we pride ourselves on is giving everyone a story. And if your story was that you played it safe, made it to the end and lost, that's going to be a sucky story for you and a sucky story for us to look back on. So really, we're doing these people a favor by pushing them, but they don't see it that way. And I understand it comes across like we're just trying to make for an entertaining game, which is true. But at the end of the day, if you're not having fun with the game, that's going to show and you're probably not going to do very well. Right. Alrighty, so we got two more reps here to close things out. Another rep that we do not give out lightly, the other queen 
of David vs. Goliath. We've got Miss Natalie Cole uh, being played by the Pustaki. <laughs> Something Greek. Yeah. yeah. I was not going to have a Natalie this season. I was going to try to keep it mostly unknowns. Um, but then we got this application, which I was really not expecting. And I'm very glad we got. So to give you some background, last season we had Lucy, who won and came from a very old school background, had played in thousands of games over the years. And it started kind of around the same time I started playing and hosting back in 2004, I want to say. This guy was in the same circles. So we're talking about a very old school player that grew up doing this. It's very seasoned. So they're a little bit different in that they had a hiatus for a while of not being too into it. But he's back. He wants to give it another shot. And I'm very excited about his potential here. Oh, same. Best part of his app when you read through it, when you ask for the people that you don't get along with, his first response is that he hates ass kissers. And I have a feeling that we're going to have a couple ass kissers in this cast. And I can't wait for them to drive him nuts. I could see him not getting along with your brother. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Oh, I could see that too. That's why I'm really curious when I said I was wondering who was going to take the lead. I feel like if Natalie takes the lead here and is kind of like the focal point of the tribe, I think that there's a couple people, my brother included, who might be screwed. I think he's either going to clash with uh, Gabby or uh, get along with her very well. And these two are definitely going to shape how this tribe ends up. These are oh, power players. There are experienced oh, yeah. veterans and they're big personalities. Uh, my favorite part of the app was that he, the contestant that matched his personality the best was Rudy because he's old, a bit out of touch with things, and he's hoping he can last. <laughs> Here's a question for you, Pooty. This is a pure devil's advocate. Is Because of the hiatus, do you see him going kind of the, the way of LJ from Socotra at all? Um... I, I, well, first of all, I thought LG was great. Uh, a little boring, but interesting, you know. I, I would be okay with that. But no, I don't think so. Because I think this guy understands our sense of humor better than anyone else in the cast. He's been in our kind of world, the underground minis into Survivor Sucks into Reddit. So he's going to get the sense of humor of Stranded right off the bat, which is going to be a big advantage for him. It's also going to be very entertaining for us because he's going to be instantly one of our favorites. I think, if I had to guess. He seems a little bit, he, he's, you know, he keeps saying he's a little bit more calm, a little more subtle than he might have been when he was 13, obviously, because he's 30 now. But I still think, you know, if, he, if he's anything like myself or Lucy, he's going to be a refined, big personality, if that makes sense. And that's exactly like Natalie Cole, <laughs> you think about yeah. it. <laughs> no, I think he even mentioned in his, uh, he went as far as mentioning in his interview that he's like, you know, I may have been like that over-the-top villain, that over-the-top player for years, but he's calmed it down, realizes, you know, when it's appropriate to go off on somebody and when you just need to let somebody be right. So uh, I'm excited. I think that he's going to he's gonna do really well. I'm also curious to see um, if the rest of the tribe kind of catches on to how good he is. Um, I think that could be something for a lot of these older players that are coming in and playing with some newbies. I wonder if it's going to be something where they catch on and know like, hey, this guy's really good. He's done these before. Let's knock him out. I don't think that they're going to be smart enough to do that, but that could be like the one thing I could see being a downside for him. I really hope not. I, Stranded's not usually like that. Usually it's the weakest links go pretty early and everyone has an easy ride towards the end. And, um, you know, that makes for a less entertaining early part of the game, but a very entertaining merge. Um, and that would be kind of best case scenario here. Yeah. I had him pegged as merge. And for that reason, I think, like, for example, in like Turks, 
I knew Lucy. I could tell Lucy was like a vet and played a lot, all this stuff. But she was like one of a billion fish to fry because you had all the vets around. And then people like Gary and Danny, who they were new, but they also knew what they were doing. So there were, there, there were a lot of like kind of t- big targets out there. It'll kind of depend who else is there. Cause I could definitely see somebody smart trying to angle for that. My prediction for Nat was not majority alliance to start off, but makes it through the swap and integrates with other people on the other tribes. Okay. I, I you know, and it's interesting because we're starting off with small tribes, three of seven, identical to uh, Socotra and how it started. And that game was kind of balls to the wall from jump. So maybe we'll get the same kind of thing with these smaller tribes, less places to hide. The bigger characters kind of have to come out early. And hopefully, uh, you know, Socotra looking back was a really good season. It kind of kept its gameplay throughout. And that's what we can hopefully look forward to here as a best case scenario, you know? Yeah. As far as how, how well Natalie will do, I think definitely merge. I'll be shocked if she goes pre-merge. And I think the game will suffer because of it if she does. But uh, yeah. I th- I think she'll end up making it far. I can see that. I think only way that Natalie goes pre-merge would be some sort of swap fuck situation or, you know, out on some twist. I, I like her chances of going far. Yeah, I mean, I think along with uh, Gabby, this is a, another winner contender, I think. I could see seventh place through winning, you know? That's where I would put her if I had to bet. I like those odds. I would say I think there's nobody else I'd rather have do the Nomad twist. Um, Yes. I think, okay, so as a slight preview, so one of our big twists of the season is this Nomad twist kind of to go into theme with kind of like the Moroccan people that kind of wander through the desert is basically we're, we're swapping at 17. And then from 17 through the merge, there's going to be somebody called the Nomad, which it's it's basically Exile Island, except you get to talk to everybody. There's like a fun little shh, like Yule kind of hidden idol. That also, you just get to talk to everybody. And I feel like he would be somebody that would just embrace the shit out of that. Calling it now, everyone, if Natalie winds up as the nomad everyone's gonna say the season was rigged thanks to uh, walk why do you say that oh i'm just making a joke that joaquin's already picking the person he wants to be the nomad <laughs> oh i don't i think i think the stranded gods and nature decide that the most dramatic people end up in those positions naturally when we're looking back at that's true sarah Teresa. Teresa, Sophie, Liliana. I mean, I think those people are just drawn to the attention of it all, you know? Yeah. Alrighty. So, and then moving to a member of the Ass Tribe, we've got PZ15, who will be portraying, may he rest in peace, Pat Cusack. <laughs> so this app was not one of our... It was in the top tier, but it was not one of the favorite apps. Uh, the highlights from it are that he he thinks he's like Scott from Co Wrong, which I can't imagine anyone thinking that they like him. Uh, but I, I'm here for it. I think it's hilarious. Wentworth and Ty. How you can be like Scott and Ty? I don't know. <laughs> This guy doesn't know, know what he's like. <laughs> Let's be real. He has very little uh, self-awareness. Yeah. I didn't have too much to say about him. He was kind of someone that we placed as like a leftover. You know, we said he's strategic. He could be fun. 
place him as like a random guy. I don't have a whole lot to go off of with this one other than, you know, he had some entertaining things in his app. But most of it was to be was about his uh, physicality and his athletics, which I can do shit for you. I'm <laughs> stranded. I was going to say, you don't want to get. Yeah, no, I mean, I just wrote down, came off kind of like a total game bot in his interview, you know, super strategy focused, like was just explaining to us what he wanted to do. The most interesting thing about him is that he compared himself to somebody that wasn't like a typical survivor player. But that being said, like, you know, we got a lot of people who applied that are kind of like that Reddit game body strategy. And he came off a little more fun, a little a little more personality that I think will shine through as he comes through the game. So I think he'll be interesting to watch. Don't think he'll necessarily be a contender, but he'll definitely be somebody that'll you know, put some effort in. Yeah, this is our wild card. This is someone that we're not totally sure how it will go, but we got a good vibe from him. Um, and really with a lot of the new applications from Reddit, you're picking out little things and hoping that hoping for the best. I mean, that's kind of what happened with Danny. And it was completely different from how we thought it was going to go. So, you know, he, he says he's this is another person that compared themselves to Rudy. He really, Rudy he's really, and Scott. <laughs> Yeah, he's really big on um, the athletic, physical side of the game, which is interesting for an application because this isn't all online. So <laughs> not going to help him much, but that'll be an interesting take on how he approaches the game, I think. I think maybe that speaks to him being a bit more competitive. So I'm hoping as the game goes on, uh, he becomes a little bit more aggressive. Yeah, I'd like to see a good competitive side come out. And I definitely think if he found himself on like the minority side of a tribe, he'd probably be a little scrappier than some of the other people that we've gotten. I mean, I'm not saying I want him to be in the minority, but I think that that would be kind of where he'd shine for us. Just kind of snarky to the people who won't include him. Yeah, I think, you know, he, he reminds me a little bit of Ziggy in, in his approach to the game. He's 19. Um, he's a little bit more into the strategy, a little bit more about the sportsmanship of it all. So, I'm kind of thinking he'll come in a little harsh and then soften a little bit, you know? Yeah, to me, it really depends when he comes in harsh, what the dynamic of the rest of the tribe is. I think you put it well, that kind of the Gabby-Natalie dynamic is going to control how this tribe goes. If they're kind of, if they're kind of butts going to take any attention away from any early game jitters that he may have, if they team up, He's someone I could see going early. That's fair. Yeah. I I don't even know where I would put him, to be honest, with my predictions on how he'll do. I think it's just a wild card. You know, I, I'm not even going to pretend to make a guess at how he'll do. If we were to go off of Joaquin's power rankings, I would put him like smack dab in the middle of this tribe. He's He's not somebody that I think is necessarily in a lot of trouble, but he's also not somebody that I see running the table. Um, I think it totally depends on how the bigger players of his tribe kind of move forward. Um, not to say that he's going to necessarily follow them. I just think that like his position in the tribe is totally dependent on how these big personalities decide to play. And that's fair enough. So if you guys had to put money on it, do you think the winner or the fan favorite of Stranded Morocco comes from this tribe? I would bet on the winner coming from this tribe for sure. Yeah, I think I'm looking at everyone in the game, and this is a strong tribe in terms of game and personality. But I'm going to go ahead and say this tribe, I'm going to say the winner comes from this tribe. Interesting. I would say I, I think fan is going to come from this tribe. I think Gabby or Natalie end up being fan favorite, if I had to bet. I don't 
there, there are a couple people on some other tribes who I think are going to have a little bit better odds. But yeah, I mean, I'm really excited about this tribe. This tribe is stacked. Let's be real. This is our... This is going to be the tribe we're all watching closely for drama. This is going to be the tribe that has a majority of the pre-merge gameplay. And hopefully this is the tribe that's also the challenge beast. And I think that they have a great shot at that with um, Gabby and Natalie. I think that they have a good shot at making a run of the challenges too. Yeah, that's why. Because I think this tribe doesn't have quite the number of like, drama potential people as say like the Thailand tribe. But those, th- those two going at I think could definitely drive a nice narrative, um, which is all you can really ask for. Well, they've got, I mean, look, they've got Alec, Gabby, Natalie, who are all hell bent on making a lot of moves. And then you have Angelina, who is a um, wild card personality. And then you have Dan, who's kind of a dick. And then you have uh, Mike and Pat, who are kind of our wild cards maybe under the radar players. I don't this tribe is very strong with gameplay from what we've seen. Well right. And we have so many people here who are, you know, bigger personalities looking to make moves that I could easily see one of these under the radar players getting kind of caught in the crossfires of they'll say one thing to they'll say something to Alec and Alec will just like shout it to the rest of the tribe like, oh Mike White told me that this is how they're voting and then Mike White won't know how to handle that kind of a confrontation. And that'll cause a whole thing. That's just best case scenario, I think. These under-the-radar players kind of being used as pawns as the bigger players kind of levy themselves for control of the tribe. And this is also the the only tribe that does not have uh, one of our returning isolated players, with Brian and Ziggy both being on the other two tribes. So that'll be interesting because no one here is familiar with our challenges or game setup. Right. I do think that I do think that they are they are looking like the strongest challenge tribe. I don't know. The challenges thing is always a complete toss up. True. True. Like whoever the, those puzzles, especially did we make like Ziggy and Brian related? I don't think we did. They did one. It was like a veto, I think, but like no one completed it. So Nopo was just kind of like, we'll do a different challenge. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah. So I don't think anybody puzzles are kind of just. Especially the first challenge is usually you have to work on a puzzle with someone else. The teamwork part of it usually matters a lot more than how good you are at puzzles. So. Right. Well, I think that kind of wraps it up for the Fanasa tribe. Um, yeah. I think that we have a, a very exciting group with these seven. I'm personally probably going to be watching them the closest, but we'll see. Anything is possible. It could be completely random. Yeah, this is shaping up to be a force of a tribe here. Um, we're recording our next one of these this weekend, which I'm guessing we're going to do the... Uh, actually, I don't know what tribe we're going to do. Do you have any idea, Pootie? Um, well, tonight, actually, we're going to be sending out invites to preview the forums. So we're going to be getting some of these players online and hopefully locking Ooh, down yeah. our locking down our picks for the rest of the tribe. So I guess we'll probably do the Jalal tribe. Halal, Jalal. The Blue Ghost Island tribe. That's probably the next one we'll have since that one's almost full uh and then we'll wrap it up with amar our thailand yellow tribe which has a few more interviews left to do but really we only have three empty spots on the cast table and we have seven people waiting to to fill them so it's looking good very nice cool so we'll see you guys in a couple days thanks so much for listening to this for some godforsaken reason so they love us <laughs> looking forward to it hopefully this is a good season all right all right no, okay we can cut it now whatever Good job. I think, yeah, three is a good